Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva, quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Diane from New Jersey wrote to me with a question about dietary guidelines for pregnant women. As she pointed out, the rules for what's safe to eat during pregnancy seem to be different in various parts of the world. She's wondering how seriously women should take bans on various foods. There are legitimate reasons that particular foods might be a concern for pregnant women and their unborn babies. But Diane is right. There are definitely cultural differences in terms of what we're worried about and how big a threat we perceive certain foods to be. In general, Americans seem to be a bit more nervous about their pregnancies than other cultures. But we still have some cultural blind spots that cause us to focus on certain threats while ignoring others. Let's take a closer look at the rationale behind the various banned foods so that you can make informed decisions in consultation with your obstetrician, of course. Raw milk, soft, unpasteurized cheeses, alfalfa sprouts, sushi, and deli meats are all foods that you'll frequently see on the do not eat while pregnant list, and that's because they all pose an elevated risk of foodborne illness. I talked about the risks of unpasteurized food in my recent episodes on the pros and cons of raw milk. Obviously, food poisoning isn't fun for anyone, but because of changes in their immune system, circulation, and metabolism, it can be more serious in pregnant women. Now, the risk of getting a foodborne illness from one of these foods is pretty small, but there's nothing wrong with erring on the side of caution, of course. But our perception of risk seems to be sort of culturally programmed. European women think nothing of consuming unpasteurized cheese throughout their pregnancies, just as the Japanese don't stop eating sushi during theirs. Here in America, pregnant women swear off the brie and the raw seafood, but don't hesitate to eat poached eggs or medium-done burgers. If minimizing your risk of foodborne illness is the goal, you'd want to avoid all of these. Whether cooked or raw, pregnant women have also been advised to limit their consumption of certain fish due to concerns over mercury, which could affect the baby's brain development. And ironically, fish is also a primary source for omega-3 fatty acids, which fuel healthy brain development. And in fact, the FDA has been quick to point out that the benefits of eating fish, even during pregnancy, far outweigh the risks of mercury exposure. Fortunately, you can get the benefits of those brain-building omega-3s without taking unnecessary risks. You just want to choose low-mercury fish like salmon, black cod, also called sablefish, sardines, and bluefin tuna. Avoid shark, swordfish, king mackerel, tilefish, and albacore tuna, which are all high in mercury. And I have more information in my episode, Mercury in Fish. I also have a previous episode on nitrates and nitrites, and as I said then, I think it's also wise to avoid cured meats such as hot dogs, bacon, and ham during pregnancy, or choose those that are made without nitrites. Meats that are cured with nitrates contain nitrosamines. Those are compounds that have been shown to cause cancer in lab animals. Now, occasional consumption of cured meats by adults isn't a huge concern, but developing fetuses are much more vulnerable to the carcinogenic effect of nitrosamines. Pesticides and other industrial chemicals like BPA in foods are also a growing concern, and not just for pregnant women. We all have traces of these chemicals in our bodies, and it's become clear that they are not biologically inert, as we once thought. 
Although these chemicals aren't really good for anyone, the greatest potential for harm, again, is in developing fetuses, which are likely to be particularly vulnerable to their effects. Just recently, in fact, a series of studies found that kids whose mothers had particularly high exposure to pesticides during their pregnancies scored lower on IQ tests. So pregnant moms might want to work even a little harder than the rest of us to reduce their exposure to these chemicals. Buying organic produce, especially for those fruits and vegetables that have high pesticide residues, can go a long way toward reducing your exposure to pesticides. And I talked more about that in my episode, Are Organics Worth the Cost? In addition to steering clear of pesticides, here are three steps you can take to reduce your exposure to bisphenol A, or BPA. Number one, avoid canned foods, especially tomatoes, unless you can find brands that are specifically labeled BPA-free. Number two, use glass or ceramic containers to microwave foods. And number three, use a stainless steel reusable water bottle instead of bottled water. And here's an urban legend alert. You might have heard that you can check whether a can contains BPA with a magnet. A magnet will tell you whether the can is made with steel or aluminum, but both types are equally likely to be lined with BPA. Now, what about caffeine and alcohol? Both have been linked to low birth weight and other developmental problems. And here in America, pregnant women are strongly advised to completely avoid both for the duration of their pregnancies. Europeans are a little more relaxed about this. I'm not saying that the bars there are full of pregnant women doing body shots or anything, but it's not unusual to see a pregnant woman in Europe enjoying a small glass of wine or a demitasse of espresso. When pressed, many American obstetricians will admit that a small amount of alcohol or caffeine is pretty unlikely to have any detrimental effect on the baby. The problem is, we don't have any research that allows us to say exactly what amount is safe. In fact, it would be completely unethical to conduct that experiment. So again, this is an issue where most people choose to err on the side of caution, at least on this side of the pond. And finally, because peanut allergies have become so much more common lately, some obstetricians are now instructing their patients not to eat peanuts during pregnancy or even while they're breastfeeding. But recent studies have found that avoiding peanuts during pregnancy does not reduce peanut allergies in infants. Check with your obstetrician for more guidance, especially if peanut allergies run in your family. However, the latest research suggests that avoiding peanuts and peanut butter during pregnancy is an unnecessary precaution. Thanks to Diane for this great topic suggestion. And to show my appreciation, I'm sending her a signed copy of my new book, Nutrition Diva's Secrets for a Healthy Diet, What to Eat, What to Avoid, and What to Stop Worrying About. This book is my essential guide to eating well and feeling fabulous, and it's available wherever you buy or download books. On the show notes for today's show, which you'll find at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com, I have links to all of the other episodes I mentioned during the show today, as well as some additional resources. You can post your comments or questions there or on my Nutrition Diva Facebook page. And now have a great week, and remember to eat something good for you. For you. 